0: podcast cook eat nourish with me Fiona Staunton of Fiona's Food for Life today in episode number four I'm interviewing Gemma O'Connell of Vivachi.ie. She's a naturopathic nutritionist and we're talking all sorts of toxins and things that are in foods and our environment at the moment Don't forget to listen to the end to find her three tips we can all implement now good morning thanks for joining me Gemma.
1: Good morning Fiona, thank you for having me, really happy to be here,
0: thank you. Great. Um, would you mind introducing yourself to my audience?
1: Yeah, sure, no problem. So my name is Gemma, Gemma O'Connell. My company, my latest company is Vivacci. I say, my latest company, it's just a new venture that we've started, I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm an naturopathic nutritionist and a corporate wellness coach. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Fantastic.
0: Would you like to tell me a little bit about your career to date, how you've got to Vivaci today?
1: Sure, absolutely. So I left school, um, left school back in the 80s and really had no idea what I wanted to do, was told that I was good at languages and was told told I'd be good with computers. So got it into my head that I wanted to become a computer programmer and uh, went off, became a computer programmer and realised very quickly that me and the computer, I wasn't happy in that environment. I really needed to be dealing with people Um, and I had had a summer job where I was dealing with people and absolutely loved it. So... uh, Stuck with that for a couple of years, moved into sales actually which was very, very exciting and joined a company and had an international career then over a span of 10 years. So I was in London, New York um, working with this company in the financial services area and I always said it was an amazing time but I always said it wasn't me you know, on Wall Street selling to bankers, financial institutions and really, really exciting time but just there was something more. And um, so in um, mid to late 90s, I met, I was home actually, it was a really, really hot summer and my mom had arthritis and she had been with this amazing doctor in Rana, Dr. Clements, and he had actually detoxed her, put her on an elimination diet and slowly reintroduced the foods to see what was agreeing with her. So on this really hot day, uh, we ate an ice cream, two of us ate an ice cream and she had been off dairy. And as she was eating the ice cream, we could see the reaction coming up in her hand, just on the power of the hand, yeah. And so at the time I was living in New York, I was um, didn't eat particularly healthy. I ate out an awful lot, um, would have been a big coffee drinker, drank quite a bit of alcohol with those of the days, young yeah, whatever, and all the rest. Uh, and I was a smoker, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, But what seeing that reaction, something sparked in me straight away, so that was actually in August. By the end of September I'd given up cigarettes, um, and I, start, I started on this eight-week course, and it was an eight-week uh, nutrition course with this lady, an amazing lady, an Italian lady, and started juicing, started buying organic, and uh, yeah, that was very much the start of the journey. So uh, completely, but then worked in the financial services con- uh, for quite a number of years still, and came back to Ireland and studied naturopathy and then nutrition. So, um, Fantastic. Awesome. Lots I didn't know there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah.
0: And so so what is your offering? What is your, your business at this stage? Sure.
1: So um, myself and my colleague, um, Adele, have just teamed up recently to form a Vivace. Vivace is very much focusing on brain health and preventing cognitive decline. Uh, Which doesn't sound so sexy, but when we think about prevention and we think about empowering people to look after their health, that's really, if you look after your health, if you're mindful of toxins, if you're careful in terms of choice, in terms of what you eat, if you eat lots of variety, then there's lots you can do in terms of preventing illness. And so we are very much about promoting longevity, vitality and preventing cognitive decline. Very top of the standard. Yeah. Yeah. Great.
0: Okay. So one of the things that Gemma and myself were going to talk about today, or you were going to tell me about, really, was uh, toxins. Sure. So um, first of all, the whole world word detox, etc. Can I leave it over to you to to run me through that?
1: Sure. So detox is one of those words. People either like love it or hate it. Us women run off. You we know, go to detox retreats in exotic places with their yoga mats and all the rest. And uh, we, so we know what it's all about. We come away feeling re-energized really and renewed. Um, but I suppose there's more than that. You know, we do need to be playing an active role in detoxing the body. And quite often we'll hear, you know, that the body does everything it needs to do to look after itself to detox. And while the body should be doing everything it needs to do to detox. The fact is that we're living in unprecedented times where we're in contact with more chemicals than ever. So if you think about in the morning, we get up in the morning, you know, we've put our makeup on, we've shampooed our hair, we may have put in, you know, body lotions, and then we've come down and we've eaten breakfast, possibly. So depending on, you know, quite often by the time we head out the door, we've been in contact with 70 to 80 different chemicals. Wow. So, yeah, so a lot of those are coming from our uh, cosmetics, particularly, um, I suppose with us women, but also with men now, it's become very popular in the aftershaves and all the rest and toxins in, in um, cosmetics come into play, particularly when you're looking at things like fertility and issues, you know, issues they can play a large okay. part in preventing, you know, if a couple is trying to get, pregnant, right, it's certainly one of the things that you would definitely look at, you know, all of the chemicals that they're using. You think about then our cleaning substances around the house, you know, what we're spraying, um, you know, washing our dishes with, all of those things can have chemicals. And in themselves, they're not necessarily bad, but it's when we put them all together, you get an accumulation effect, and that's what we call the toxic load. So the other part of it is that there's two phases in terms of detox. So it's very much the liver that's involved in filtering through everything that comes into the body, and the kidneys also need to be working well as well when it comes to detox. But our skin is actually the biggest detox organ. Okay. So you know we should be sweating, we should be getting those toxins out of us. So you know exercise, saunas, anything that gets us moving and gets us sweating is good. You know to get those toxins out to help the body, and water then obviously is. Really important is very vital because 60% of the water of the body is water. So if you're not drinking enough water, you're not going to be able to flush out those toxins. So um, and what happens with toxins? Toxins have an ability to damage the cell membranes and reduce our ability to detox. So that's why okay. it's something that we need to be proactive in. You know, we need to be mindful of what we're putting into the body, on the body, and using in our homes and our environment. Is there any way to measure a toxic load? That there is. Well, there are a couple of ways. It's not the easiest thing, quite frankly, to do, but you can do urine tests, and there's also a hair mineral analysis test. Um, personally, the hair mineral analysis test doesn't have the science behind it, and a lot of people aren't particularly keen on it. Personally, I've measured it with the, um, a load test, whatever, and the results have been exactly the same. So it is one that I... That I um, do go by and it's a very simple test so literally you just send off you cut it hair at the root and send it all to the lab and they come back and they'll tell us what the toxic elements are actually it gives a lot of really good information as well so it's good um and is there a
0: directory of chemicals or where people can put in their you know the particular deodorant or shampoo or cleaner that they're using and find out
1: yeah, sure. There is. In um, in the US, there's a, um, a group called the Environment Working Group, which are really, really powerful. So, um, ewg.org is that website. And that gives us an awful lot of information about... So, absolutely. Now, your brand may or may not be listed there, um, but you can look up individual components as well. And there are a lot of... of uh, they have a large database with a lot of brands listed, yeah. So, you
0: say that it's the way the chemicals all act together. So is there somewhere then that you can punch in the ones that you have and see what your cocktail is? If we're Not that I'm aware of quite frankly. Okay. Not that I'm aware. <clears throat> but if we think about the food
1: chain, uh, one of the big ones that we have an issue with and may have heard of is glyphosate and Roundup. Mm-hmm. So Roundup is used by farmers. In this country we actually import an awful lot of grains. And what we do know is that 60% of those are genetically modified, right? So people think they're not eating genetically modified foods, okay? And they have been sprayed with Roundup. So the fact is that that glyphosate and the glyphosate is made so that it doesn't kill the crop, but it kills the weeds around it. Mm. So when we eat the crop, we eat the wheat or we drink beer, for example, where wheat would be used. But it's also used in things like corn, it's used in soya, it's used in lots of different, um, you know, vegetables. So they when we get them the glycosphate is in contact. So it's very difficult. I mean glycosphate is turning up in water. Um, it's apparently believed that the Germans are aware that they have glycosphate in all of their beers, which they're not happy about. So it's I and mean, it's it's a nasty one, yeah. So it's something that we need to work on mm. in terms of uh, being more mindful, you know. And there's a thing also called the dirty dozen. So those are the vegetables, in particular vegetables and fruits that are most heavily sprayed. So that's something okay. you'll find on the environmental working group. So I mean, not everybody can afford to eat organic. Um, although I always say, if you can seek out a farmer um, and develop a relationship with a farmer, and also with your butcher, and you know, ask them about the processes in terms of how they're growing their crops. Are they importing? You know, is the cattle grass fed? You know, the the, the lambs. You know. I mean, when we talk about lamb, actually lamb is a really, really clean meat because what do lambs eat, they eat grass, yeah. so if it's coming from some place like Connemara that, you know, the sprays aren't being used, so you'll taste the difference in the food, and um, it's amazing okay so
0: the dirty dozen so these are the ones you were suggested you would buy organic for those yeah. 12
1: if if possible absolutely and you will get those at the website again so it's ewg.org the environment Ew. working group so if we look at that list in actual fact top of that list is the strawberries so you okay. think about now i do know from buying quite often from buying from your local supplier from Wexford you know if you ask them they you know a lot of them are using the sprays so asking that question is worthwhile but certainly, if I was going into the supermarket, I would be looking to buy organic supermarket. Uh, sure, right. Yeah, spinach is another one. So, And we know, of course, there's been a big craze with spinach, you know, adding spinach to smoothies. And it's a green, it's really, really good for us. Uh, but it's very heavily sprayed. So something like spinach, I mean, some vegetables, you can peel them, you know, you can scrub them, you can clean them pretty thoroughly. But something like spinach, you know, it's pretty difficult to clean. So definitely would be better eating organically. Here's a question. Is it heat resistant? So if you're cooking your spinach, are you okay or do you know? I would say not, quite frankly. Okay. It's a good question. I mean, mm-hmm. you may lose you may lose some. Actually, speaking of heat, because heat can also cause toxins, you know, when you, when you think of things like uh, barbecue, and particularly if a piece of meat is charred, you know, that wouldn't necessarily be great. It's carcinogenic, we do know. So just keeping, um, temperatures can play a role in adding to the toxic load, so things like crisps, um, things like crisp breads are baked at very, very high temperatures, and when they, when they are heated at those high temperatures, they develop a thing called um which is toxic, we do know that it's carcinogenic. So, um, being mindful of the brands and just reducing—if it's you know—if it's something that you do like, just reducing the quality, the quantity, you know, that you are eating, looking at your labels, seeing what's in there, because fats as well are very unstable with light, heat, and air, so it should be stored properly, and you want good quality oils used, you know. And um, if we think about a regular vegetable oil, I mean, if a package or a label says vegetable oil the chemical process, the seven different chemical layers that have to happen to clean that oil. Mm. So you think about your oil, you're not thinking that there's chemicals in it. Uh, you're thinking it's vegetable oil, it's come from vegetables, so it's gotta be healthy. But in actual fact, no, and it's very unstable with light and heat also. Okay. So cooking, cooking at lower temperatures, um, if possible, adding water, steam frying things, um, steaming, you know, general temperatures. Okay. Right.
0: and so one of the things that I always ask is can you give three tips based on your experience that my audience can use and apply to their daily life to, to live a healthier life what sure. would
1: they, yeah. they be? so absolutely check out the dirty dozen there's also the clean 15 so those are the vegetables and fruits that are, that are okay not even organic so that's things like um, avocados for example are on that list so um, yeah check that out at the environmentworkinggroup.org um, I would say fasting overnight for a minimum of 12 hours. So we tend to eat a lot all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time we eat, we're raising insulin. And the body's not getting a chance to detoxify and you know to rest and digest. So fasting for a minimum of 12 hours overnight. So if you finish your last meal by 7, 8 o'clock in the evening and not eating then till 8 o'clock the following morning. And if you can extend that fast, all the better because we do know it induces a process called... Autophagic, which cleans up the system of the body, so it mops up the cells. And then last, I would say, eat a variety of vegetables in particular. Eating a variety of food is key when it comes to nutrition, because you know, we, we tend to go down a particular route of eating the same food all the time. Mm-hmm. We buy the same things. We go to the supermarket <coughs> excuse me, and um, purchase the same products all the time. And you know maybe quite often we might even eat the same thing every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right down to our vegetables. So eating variety and eating local and in season, you know, so if we look at the moment, you know, we've got, you know, the apples, things that are in season, you know, and keeping away from things that are imported and that, so buying local and in season. Because mm, I love celeriac, cauliflower, mushrooms, you will get all year
0: round in Ireland. Fabulous, wow, so, interesting. Anyway.
1: interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, so you'll get those,
0: and then each month I do um, a video on what's what's in season to try and, and right. how, because we tend to import so many. So that's great. So the first one was... The dirty dozen and the top 15?
1: The dirty dozen and the clean 15. And the clean 15. So, those okay. are the vegetables and fruits that are not sprayed
0: so much. Okay. And then we have the fasting for a minimum of 12 yeah, hours, absolutely. which I usually try and do and I, I love that. And the third one was eating a variety. So, maybe
1: like particularly vegetables, eating a rainbow and seasonal yeah. local if possible. Absolutely. The fact is, we don't eat enough vegetables. Mm. We've gone away, we've moved away and from eating vegetables, and vegetables where well, we get minerals and vitamins, so really, really powerful and really effective, so it's really important to get them into the diet. Half the plate, minimum, should be vegetables. Great. Thank you. Um, so what's next for Vivace? So yeah, so a pretty exciting time. We're in six months, um, not even six months, as uh, Dad gives you my three months at this stage, so we need to work on the website, so we d- we're very much aware of that. Um, at the moment, we're strategising, looking at the year ahead. We uh, will be going to the corporate market, really excited with that, and we hope to have an online product in 2020. So, um, yeah, so lots Fantastic. happening. Yeah, Great. Yeah. And so
0: I always like to ask my guests, your last meal, what would you
1: choose? So, I'm a real brunch girl, um, it would definitely be brunch. Um, I love my eggs, I love my avocados. Um, I know they've come with a lot of airbags mm-hmm. and they're not local in season. Uh, but I would have to say, there used to be uh, the Fumbly Cafe actually in Dublin, started in the Dublin Food Co-op and out of a, a small little corner where they ran that cafe. And they used to do a thing called Amazing Eggs, which was, which was amazing. And so that was your poached eggs on sourdough with your avocado, tomato, chilli flakes, uh, gouda cheese and garlic. Mm, divine yeah absolutely when I tell you that I would uh, drive from Cork to get that yeah, absolutely <laughs> and then um, and a coffee of course in American okay so, yeah, fantastic that's...
0: great uh, would you mind telling my audience where they can get in touch with you if they'd like sure. to follow up
1: absolutely so the Vance is B-I-V-A-C-E so www.bivace.ie also Gemma uh, at Vance and you can contact me on mobile 087-355-3664. Super. Thank you. thank you so much. And thank
0: you, Fiona. Great. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Cook, Eat, Nourish. I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review this episode to help me spread the word. For more information, pop over to my website, fionasfoodforlife.ie. While well, you'll find lots of recipes, tips, videos, and blogs. Thanks a million. See you soon.